0: Welcome back to Professional Wrestling Podcast with JPL Curry, Chosen Lawyer. We got a big episode, JP. We're back again. We got to jump into this one so today. We're talking about triangles and four pillars. There's a lot going on in the world of wrestling. So let's get right into it. Hot rumors going on because Judgment Day, you opened up Pandora's box. You were talking last week about Finn Balor and his time being done on judgment day and what's going to happen. Well, there's rumors that there's love triangles and all sorts of angles that could be going on over there.
1: Absolutely. Lots going on. Uh, it all started from the stare down on, uh, on uh, raw where you had uh, judgment day standing right next to the bloodline and uh, For some reason, Rhea couldn't take her eyes off of uh, Mr. Solo. They were very, very tuned into each other. Um, So that's how the rumors start taking off. Now, where do you see this heading?
0: Well, you know that I'm a very big fan of the whole concept of Solo eventually taking over the bloodline. Solo jumping in and going to go take on Roman Reigns. I think that would be an amazing matchup. That's where we're going through. But how are we going to do that? Well, Solo and Rhea Ripley uh, falling in love could be an angle. And then we bring Solo into the Judgment Day, kick out Finn Balor. But now you got Solo and Dom fighting over Rhea. That's one angle.
1: Yep. You know, when, when I saw it, I didn't see their stare down. Necessarily as a lovey-dovey thing, I saw it more as trying to intimidate one another and get it in each other's heads. But should this turn into a love story, um, I agree with you. I think it can definitely kick off with uh, Dom struggling to keep uh, Rhea, and I thought a very funny twist would to have would have Dom kind of booted out of Judgment Day. And him seeking help from his dad to help him with his emotions and help bring him back to who he was, ultimately to turn on him, which could then work into an LWO thing. Right? An LWO
0: angle. See, I I would think we could need... I I can agree agree with uh, Dom losing his mojo. He becomes Solo's helper, I guess. And he's carrying Solo's bags. (laughs) Then we bring in Vicky Guerrero and Chavo Guerrero <laughs> and inspiring him that way that Eddie wouldn't put up with that if, if uh, somebody did that to Mamacita, you know, China. Yeah. And so we, I would see that route perhaps and Dom getting his mojo and then turning on Ray still. But uh, Solo is an interesting one because when he was looking at Rhea, I didn't know if they wanted to jump in the bed or jump in the ring, you know. I thought it was also more of an intimidation factor. But with the memes going on with that, there's something there. I am very intrigued with Solo and the Solo and Rhea are at the same level. Like they are the epitome of like the top echelon, you know? And you, you combine solo and Rhea, Dom's looking weak, Ben's looking weak. Damien is barely holding his own. I love Damien Priest, but like you know, they job right. him out too much, unfortunately. So I see that one route. Another one I want to throw you one at is. You know, Rhea has a real-life partner, and it's not Dom Mysterio. Do you know who it is? Can you tell me, buddy? (laughs) For a guy that looks really intimidating, (laughs) I have no idea why he's so fascinated with the name Buddy. But when he's not (laughs) Buddy Matthews, he's Buddy Murphy. And being part of the dark order, walking around with a championship belt around your neck, I don't see Buddy... like. I can understand if it was a Cocker Spaniel, you know, like, Hey buddy, yeah. come on, buddy, well, no. <laughs> not a six foot seven giant dating Rhea Ripley, but regardless of the choice of names, <laughs> if he's going to come back to WWE at all, and I don't think he should leave the house of black. I think it's a really good gig for him. I think they're all good there yeah. together, except you bring him back. You got to bring back the whole house of black. I just saw this. You got to bring back the whole house of black, have Rhea Ripley leave judgment day go to the house of black and be with her real life partner. And then judgment day becomes damage control.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would definitely put them in. I, if they lost Rhea right now there, I think that that whole click is done to be honest. She's, she's, she is the whole, uh, the whole, the whole club. So that would be a very interesting angle to explore. um, You know, from from uh, House of Black, I would like to see Julia Hart actually either come over because she's doing uh, a really fantastic job building herself up. I see her as like Alexa Bliss 2.0, like she's just working her way up the ladder. And I think she's got a lot of potential. She's
0: really, really good. So you bring the House of Black back and you have Mm -hmm. Buddy Matthews wrestling against Buddy Matthews. And Julia Hart coming to the ring and Rhea's not impressed with this at all. And then she turns on Julia Hart and then again, joining the the House of Black, which you can't call him the House of Black then. I guess you're going to call him Maison Noir. Noir.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maison Noir. (laughs) The
0: the copyright people should be happy with that. But either angle, I, I would say if I had a preference, it's Solo. Solo and Rhea would be completely unstoppable. They'd obliterate everyone. But if you're not going to go that route, bring in your real-life partner, it's still better than Dom. I love Dom. Don't get me wrong. But I, without, without having him stabilized and being more of the head of a faction, I think he's going to drown really quickly. Unless unless the LWO turns on Ray and then my boy Santos Escobar, who I love, have him mentor Dom. And it was really a whole thing for sure. where really... They're really not the LWO. They go back to Legado del Fatasma. And he's back in the, uh, you know, the uh, drug dealing suits and the shades and have <laughs> Dom with them and Santos and Dom as a tag team. I like that. What do you think about that?
1: I think, I think that would work, but I'd probably change the team to represent more of uh, Dom's uh, jailbird side. So maybe do that, you know, like... Ex-convicts type of, of role, given if they are in drug dealer suits and dom being the jailbird that he is. I think that might work like a new click or something that okay. way, too, for him.
0: But he would fit because really let's let's be honest, this LWO thing is not going really well for them, unfortunately. I think they were actually stronger as Legado del Fatasma, and they had kind of Sica Santos, you know, had that presence, he was the head of the group. Now they're more like, yay, Ray, yay. You know, like it's just, <laughs> it's not going. It's not going. It's going to turn cheesy. I would like to see LWO turn on Ray. That would save Dom getting out of there. But what are we going to do with Finn? So, Finn, you already had a plan for him. Let him go over with AJ Styles.
1: Yeah, I guess Damien
0: Priest can come join LWO as well.
1: Yeah, why not? <clears throat> why not? <laughs> You need, everybody needs bring, a faction. Bring in, bring it, bring in Bad Bunny too, man. <laughs> Just <laughs> load them all up, right? Like, it's what are you thinking? I'm seeing an idea there.
0: Oh, see, now, now you're talking because I can see Bad Bunny feuding with Dom, Ray trying to, uh, you know, interrupt the two, and Bad Bunny turning on Ray, and that'd be a great uh, uh, WrestleMania match mm. next year. Because I would love to see heal Bad Bunny. I'm not a fan of face Bad Bunny, but heel Bad Bunny would be a lot of fun, actually.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll get a taste of of how dark he can be very soon. So um, that's pretty. Uh, you know, we'll see what what what's gonna come out of it.
0: In wrestling, if you don't have everybody turning on everybody, you don't have real wrestling here. So the key to wrestling is just the double crosses speaking of double crosses you know we're getting out of love triangles let's move over to the four pillars because i'm getting really confused here jp so we got the four pillars right mjf Mm -hmm. sammy guevara darby allen jungle boy don't know who made them the four pillars but mjf i'm cool with Guevara, I'm I'm I like Guevara, don't get me wrong. I like his old shtick. You notice how he's kind of like distancing himself from the Jericho Appreciation Society, and like I kind of want to stop jobbing for them. Like, I want to be my own guy. So let's be part of the four pillars. Fine. Darby Allen, you know, Sting 2.0, whatever you want to call him, you know, the tortured soul. I'm okay with the whole Darby Allen shtick. I think that's it's awesome. Why jungle boy? What am I missing here?
1: So I've been on board AEW from the start. I was telling everybody, you gotta watch AEW. It's pro wrestling's back because at that time WWE was putting on some of like the lamest material I've seen in years, man. <clears throat> and I'm like, you gotta watch AEW. And those four, they were there from launch, right? Uh, Jungle Jack. I know he's not your favorite.
0: I still get it. He I'm... has. It,
1: it, it's exciting you'll get into it you'll get into it when it's live you just feel it it's good, i saw right? it live it's just and, it's, it
0: kind of feels like jurassic park i don't get it
1: <laughs> but jurassic park was a hit how many sig- uh, sequels did they have right if luke, perry, Jack,
0: if luke perry is not his father is he still a four pillar yeah he, really? he was there
1: from the start point he he so watching his his matches, so when they were Jungle Express, he was doing a lot more in matches. and it was really entertaining. I used to wait, I couldn't wait till they come out personally, right? So he he was putting out excellent moves. He was you know, sacrificing the body, making uh, the necessary moves to help boost his brand up. He did that. You know, Darby Allen, I don't think there's nothing that he hasn't fallen through or broken yet in AEW when it comes to objects in a match. He's used everything from like skateboards, he's gone, I think, through walls, he's gone through you name it, barbed wire, all that jazz. He's been there from the start. MJF, come on. If if he's not the best doing it right now, you know, I'm, you know, kick me off the show. <laughs> he's he's one of the best at it. He's you know?
0: better than
1: you, and he and knows then, it. Hundred percent. I know it too. I know it. <laughs> right. And then you got, and then you got Sammy G. Like they've been, they've been there from the start. Sammy's been part of really big factions. The he he's taken a step back in terms of how much effort that he puts into a match. But this past um, in the in this past month's Dynamites, he's been stepping it up a lot. Like he's taking risks again. He's doing, you know, big moves again, and 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 he's actually executing really well. So, I, I love the whole angle, the four pillars, of these uh, homegrown talents that are 100% AEW products, the face of the brand coming up, and I love the storyline. I think it's great, and I think this is all the result of the whole CM Punk fiasco. That these young guys, because he got out of the way, these young guys were able to step up and they're putting on great matches. I tune in every dynamite because I want to find out what's next for this four pillars. It's super exciting. I love the jokes that they make about one uh, one another. It's hilarious. Really cuts deep a lot of times. <laughs> it's just, it's so funny because to it's me, it's all true, but it's all like, it's part of the the attitude era that I loved so much where you could be, you're not, you know, just reading your lines and don't say this, don't, don't call it a belt. Right. And don't, they're not so filtered. Right. So they can go and have fun and take jabs. Like you think back of your favorite athletes in the day, like Stone Cold, you know, Triple H, Michael's rock. They were throwing all types of things out there and, and really deep cutting words to one another. Right. But that helped build it up. And I think they're doing that here. And nobody's shining brighter than MJF right now. That guy is
0: next level. Like, he's just crushing it. And he's pulling kind of a Roman Reigns because he doesn't wrestle that often. He doesn't need to. They got so many people. (laughs) Look, Hulk Hogan didn't wrestle that much when he was champion, if you think about it. And you only need him on the pay-per-views and the occasional big-time TV matches. And it's fine, you know. He comes out every week. He slams you, and uh, they they made a belt for him. They did the triple B. I don't see who's taking the belt off of him. Like I don't see anyone. Like they're 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 all gearing this up that at all or nothing or whatever heck pay per view they're gonna go with here. And I think it's in Vegas, if so I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's gonna be the four pillars match, and MJF is walking yeah. out the champion. That's it. By by Crook. I know Sammy Guevara's on the payroll, so he's gonna help him <laughs> up to a certain point. And then he's going to turn on him for sure. But yeah. MJF, MJF is walking out champion. I just think for MJF, like, he needs – I, I like when he had Wardlow. And I think he needs that giant bodyguard. I think almost would be a good look for him. Him coming out by himself, there's something missing. Like, he's a good talker, but he needs a valet. He needs a manager that can talk just like him. It'll be fun. Or having a bodyguard like Diesel. There's just – I agree with you that it's going well. It just by himself, something is a little off. I think he needs a little more oomph to it.
1: Yeah. I, I haven't felt that for MJF. I've been loving what he's doing on the mics. I love, you know, unveiling his own belt. I loved all, all that stuff. I think he's doing terrific. I think what he needs is somebody who can handle the mic as well as he can on his level. Right. If that's what he needs, a good feud back and forth, like, Uh, I think that would help a lot in making it more interesting. I agree in the four pillars. MJF is easily the guy to walk out with the championship and put the belt on. He elevates it. He makes it relevant. I think if Jungle uh, Jungle Jack got it, I don't think that would be very good for for it. I can't see Darby with it unless he gets really propped up by Sting. I can't see him being, you know, the guy. And... Sammy, his problem is he's he's always under Jericho, so it's kind of hard to see him as the champion. Although it could make for a nice thing where Jericho turns on Sammy and fights him for the belt and wins. I love the belt on Jericho; he was fantastic.
0: Well, I mean, look, you have Hater with the belt, where Doctor Britt was the champion. I I didn't think Hater would win the belt, and then you know they're yeah, gonna turn on either. each other at some point. So. I could see if Sammy won the belt, eventually it's gonna like create a feud with Jericho and he's gonna be out of the Jericho Appreciation Society because then he's gonna call his own faction the Guevara Appreciation Society. <laughs> see, that would work. I guess where I'm going with it with MJF is um, I think he needs a faction. Everybody needs a faction in AW. It's so weird if you're not part of a faction. And even mm. Alan has Sting, but out of out of out of the other three pillars, if there's one guy I'm handing the belt, I think Allen has the best bet, uh, bet out of all of them. I think he's got the most pop with the crowd. He's got his shtick going, you know, the tormented soul. That's the only other guy. But no, I, I, I'm just keeping the belt. No, no question about it. But I agree with you. I think the four pillars thing is great. I think it's good TV. I like the feud. I wouldn't have gone with the whole thing the way they did with Guevara, but you know what? It's making it interesting. So anything that makes good TV and I'm interested in, and I don't have to watch John Moxley bleed, I'm happy.
1: <laughs> that's my favorite part <laughs> you know what though like I, I'm loving uh, what AEW is bringing to the table I'm so happy that they're around because they made the WWE really pull up their socks and pull it in together because what they were putting out before was just awful man like awful awful but now they, since they've been feeling the,
0: the heat coming back to part of why we're called professional uh, wrestling podcast is because not only are we bros with professional, but it is a wrestling podcast. It's not just WWE, it's AEW, it's Impact, uh, New Japan. Every, nobody's safe when we talk about wrestling. And that's where JP, I'd encourage the listeners who tune in every week, send in your questions, anything and everything on the world of wrestling, whether it's current wrestling, back in the heyday, 70s wrestling. We'll talk anything and everything wrestling on this podcast because we love it that much. So you never know. We're going to talk about future pay-per-views uh, rumors, or we're going to look back at past stars and past clicks and past uh, groupies. You never know who we're going to be discussing here. So please, I tell people, send in your question as viewers. We'd love to hear from you and you'll never know when your question is going to make it onto the air.
1: Yeah, we can't wait. We love it. Bring it on. And, and we're happy to discuss it.
0: John Pierre El Khoury. It was another pleasure, my friend. We finished off episode three. We'll see you back next week on Professional Wrestling Podcast. Thank you, my friend, as always.
1: Thank you, bro. We'll see you soon.